0: to figuring out a podcast curated especially for entrepreneurs, leaders, business owners, marketers, and creatives alike. My name is Kevin England. I'm the proud founder and CEO of Vonazon, a full-service digital sales and marketing agency that caters to clients worldwide. In each podcast, I take the time to discuss relevant topics affecting businesses today. I pull from my own personal experiences as well as from stories of other people to leave you with some helpful and meaningful advice. Now that in-person events are once again possible, many of us are anxious to start engaging face-to-face. So don't just dust off and unmask your 2019 trade show marketing strategy because the returning audiences are looking for something new and refreshing and more compelling. In this episode, I'll be discussing a topic that I have years of experience in defining, which is trade shows and in-person events, specifically how you can effectively cater to post-pandemic audiences with a hybrid event strategy, one that combines technological aspects of your traditional modes of outreach. A successful uh, strategy is composed of three parts, the pre, the during, and the post. Today, I'll be walking you through all of them with a little twist on how you can delight both the in-person and the online. So let's dive right in and figure it out together. Yep, it's the roaring 20s all over again. Just like back in the days of the 1920s and the renowned flappers, people are ready to celebrate and they're excited. After experiencing the hardship of the pandemic, people are feeling an insatiable appetite to go out and mingle. But they still require modern digital elements to keep them entertained. Moving forward, in-person events that implement virtual technologies are going to become the norm. And it's important that you make sure that your company is mindful of these new trends. In fact, a recent study found that 86% of B2B organizations saw a positive return on investment when hosting hybrid events. You got to ask yourself the question, are you utilizing a hybrid event strategy as part of your new trade show sales and marketing plan? As someone who has attended Hundreds of trade shows, maybe even thousands of trade shows as an exhibitor or an attendee. As you can tell, I have hundreds of thousands. This is like a tenth of them. I know how difficult it can be to justify the cost. Because let's face it, trade shows are expensive. And in lieu of the pandemic, studies have found that 38% of companies have a similar trade show budget or even a smaller trade show budget than previous years. On average, booths cost anywhere from $100 to $150 per square foot. You had thought they'd have gone down. Even with the company's budget of $40,000, a 10 by 10 booth will cost you around $14,000. And that's just for the real estate. And it doesn't include all the costs of your booth design, setup, shipping, travel, lodging, graphic design, production, drayage, and all the other promotional costs. Generating a worthwhile return on investment is what got me into trade shows in the first place. After I sold my first company, The IT Group, some of my clients asked me to come out to a trade show where they were exhibiting because they needed help enhancing their return on investment. They were spending hundreds of thousands of dollars, but they weren't experiencing promising returns. During my time at the event, this is when the sudden light bulb moment happened when the idea of the hybrid trade show with a pre-, during-, and post-digital sales and marketing strategy was born. Keep in mind, this was amid the 20, 2008 Great Recession, and trade shows were struggling to generate an audience. The strategy that I ended up developing was so successful that it kickstarted the formation of my own digital sales and marketing agency, Fonazan. And it's the same strategy that has evolved over the years that I'm going to break down for you right now, but with a bit of a twist. Because again, our world has been uprooted and things have changed. Let's start with the pre-trade show sales strategy. Here are a couple of the things that you should probably be doing long before the first day of the event. Begin planning months before. Your company has to register for the booth many months and even years in advance. So you have no reason to procrastinate your promotional marketing strategy. Spend some time to curate a pre-trade show calendar with deadlines that will let you and your team see the certain projects that should be completed, such as things like landing pages, direct mail pieces, web design portions of, your, uh, of the strategy or the trade show, marketing collateral, emails, social posts, and so much more. Most importantly is your audience. You have to ask yourself those questions. Who are customers at this event? What's their percentage of attendance? What's the content or information they need to know before the event, during the event, and even after the event? How am I going to educate them about me and my company? Ask yourself those types of questions. The next thing you want to do is establish your why and set reasonable goals. Take the time to really ask yourself why are you attending and exhibiting at this trade show? I know it's easy for a lot of companies to feel obligated to uh, attend certain events, you know, because we know that our competitors like this FOMO effect, right? We know our competitors are going to be there, so we have to be there. Well, that's just not enough. Sit down with your team and come up with some measurable, definitive goals. Are you looking to gain a certain number of leads? Are you looking to generate a certain amount of sales? How about what type of engagement do you need for this event to even be successful? Whatever the case, come up with some solid reasons for attending or exhibiting at these events. And again, you have to start thinking from the customer's perspective. Why are they attending? What do they want? What are they looking for? And what do they need or want? The next thing, obviously, is design your booth and your messaging. This is where you can be really creative. And I want you to think about this because it's going to be a bit of a spin right here. This is where you need to be creative. The same old booth design is no longer going to interest the people like it once did. How about consider this, a hybrid approach and design a booth that is both virtual as well as physical? There are so many platforms, especially that came out of the, you know, last, the the pandemic where, you know, things like Six Connect and and Remo Conference and so many others that can help you create this virtual booth experience for those attendees that can't show up in person. These sites let you showcase a 360-degree view of your booth, post all your brochures digitally, and connect sales reps to virtual attendees, all online. This strategy is being mindful of your audience that cannot attend. Maybe they're not ready to attend, whatever the case may be. The next one is to spread the word. Promote your audience before the event to increase booth popularity. You can achieve this through targeted and organic social media posts, Google ads, email outreach, physical mail pieces. Yes, direct mail is important too. Just create a digital aspect of it. You should also consider creating custom content like company branded ebooks, infograms, and case studies. These assets can be showcased on industry-related websites through contextual PPC campaigns or other sites to give users a glimpse of your industry-based specific knowledge. And by the way, if you don't know what contextual PPC is, look it up. The key is to advertise your custom content and your trade show audience simultaneously so that the reputation of the event and the usefulness of the asset work together to attract and engage with a new audience. Plan on engaging virtual elements. Studies have found that 38% of event organizers say that it takes more preparation to host a hybrid event than it does, of course, an in-person or even a virtual event, both separately. So you need to make sure that you give yourself enough time to plan. Meshing technological features and digital elements with in-person audience allows your company to simultaneously cater to two different audiences at once, those who are not there in person and those who are. You'll see a huge boost in audience participation, and your hard work will pay off with dramatic increase in return on investment. So now, here are four things to think about when planning a hybrid event. Number one. Make sure that your booth has a strong Wi-Fi connection. The last thing you want is not being able to live stream at your event or through social media because your Wi-Fi connection isn't working properly or is faulty. Considering having a backup connection or make sure that the internet team is on speed dial just in case. Number two, plan on bringing multiple cameras to the event. You can use cameras to record a live podcast, webinar series from the event, or even record in-person customer testimonials of attendees that have seen a live demo or interacted with your product. This is going to be your opportunity to generate, and get this, live authentic content and gain real-time feedback so you don't, so I really suggest don't leave the camera set up to the last minute, be ready and prepared. And yes, you can absolutely use your phone. Think about implementing virtual pieces. You may, you know, want to include like a photo booth where attendees can take pictures in front of a a branded background that they can later post on social media. Or you may want to include virtual reality segments or things like that that allow attendees to take this tour of your facility or do a demonstration or a product view. You know, memorable technological features like these can give you an edge up on your competition. I know they require a little bit of a budget, and lots of pre-planning, so be prepared. Number four, think of ways to spice up your conversation or your speech. You may want to engage your digital audience during your in-person speech by creating live online polls, how about digital Q&A sessions, This may, you know, uh, you may be able to take questions from an online audience who's watching from a live stream while simultaneously taking questions from your in-person audience. All this stuff is available to you now. You just got to go out and find it. Either way, these components need to be assessed and thought about prior to the event. If pre trade show marketing is done well and correctly, then it will give you a strong foundation for all the things to become. After you've laid out a plan, there's, you know, what about, you know, what do you want to do during the show? Well, the first thing is work the plan, work the plan, setting up a strong pre trade show strategy just isn't enough. You now need to make sure that you execute upon that strategy once you're there. And there's no better way to do this than to make sure that you have a team working together, collaborating, and focusing on the plan that you've created, which means everybody needs to be on the same page. Consider running through scripts with your team to make sure that they engage with the audience in a way that aligns with your strategy. Definitely utilize social media. If the event has a designated hashtag, be sure to use it. You can use social media to post some of your you know, trade show highlights as they happen. Pictures of attendees at your booth, recorded speeches, workshops, demos, and all the other things that you're doing. You can use features like um, Instagram, you know, Instagram Live to host live Q&A sessions, you know, Twitter for live tweeting, or LinkedIn for showing off the features of your booth and the benefits of your products and services. Be strategic with giveaways no matter how well you organize your attendance not every person who stops by your booth is going to be your preferred customer and and that's okay the key is to access the ones that are there to try and engage with them even further giveaways are great in ways to do this prizes gift cards discounts on all the different giveaway incentives that we have people will wait in line for hours for a t-shirt and they Not necessarily should be handed over to any random passerby who basically shows no interest in your products and services. Save giveaway entries for those who hand over something, their contact information in regards to getting what you're giving. And the next one, be memorable. Attendees visit multiple sites all day long, every day. And chances are your competition will likely have a booth at the same trade show as you. In fact, they could be right next door. So stand out. Give attendees something to remember you by. Be creative. In February of 2020, at the Nate event, literally days before lockdown, my team and I helped one of our customers build the largest slot machine in the world. It was the hit of the show. Everybody was talking. I mean, everybody was talking about it. And on the last day, we used the random slot machine to pick the winner of the Harley-Davidson motorcycle. Literally the entire show including exhibitors, came to watch eight finalists pull the handle 32 some odd times until there was a winner. Now that was memorable and super exciting. You know, you don't have to spend a fortune to do something like that, but just be creative and your team can come up with something that's going to work for you in your event. That launches us into the next topic, the post. Some people think that once a trade show is over, then all the work's done. But this is far from the case. The show may be over for the attendees, but the work for your sales and marketing team really is just beginning. Here are a couple things that you should do as a part of your post-trade show marketing strategy. The first thing, follow up promptly within 48 to 72 hours. Many exhibitors take too long to follow up, or they never do. So be ahead of the game. Make personal phone calls. Build that rapport while leads still remember who you are and still remember the event and are excited to learn about it. Connect virtually. Immediately after the event, kickstart a lead nurture campaign geared towards the prospects you gained from the event. Walk through a series of emails and remind them of your booth. Offer educational resources, such as recorded speeches from the event, exciting times of the event, or even some branded assets. Then try and, and uh, interest them in your call to action, which could be your phone calls or talking to a sales rep or even a demo. You should also create separate email series for those on your list who didn't register or didn't come to the event to show them maybe what they missed and give them an opportunity to connect. Wouldn't it be cool if now they could connect with your, the virtual element of the trade show? Because that's still running. Think about that. Measure your results. Remember the goals that you created during the pre-trade show strategy phase? Now it's time to see if you've achieved them. Look back at your goals and use qualitative and quantitative data gathered from the event to determine your success. If you achieved or outperform your goals, then you can look for more ways to optimize your strategy for the next event. If you underperform. To try and determine the cause so that you can avoid making the same mistakes in the future. Keep a record. If you don't have a written record of your trade show strategy, your goals, the results, and your return on investment, then you won't be able to analyze your trade show progression You know, throughout the years as we move into the 20s. It's critical to keep track of all the trade shows you attended and exhibited at and what you gained from each one of them. This will not only help you to determine how you can, you know, optimize your strategies, but it will also help you to identify which events were worth it, you know, which events are worth attending, which ones you should be exhibiting at, and which ones you shouldn't. Anyone can analyze the current environment that we're living in and tell you that people are excited to start attending in-person events again. But simply having a booth at an upcoming trade show is not going to be enough to captivate a crowd that has become incredibly reliant on digital modes of communication. The best way to cater to their digitally evolved needs is by giving them the best of both worlds and targeting their interpersonal demands as well as their digital desires with a hybrid event strategy. So until next time, I'll see you at the trade show. My name is Kevin England and keep figuring it out.